Hi there, my name is Karma, also known as Devin, the GM of an Absolute Direct Storm podcast. My fragging fun fact of the day is that we forgot to record an intro and an outro. So, you already know the names of the players, and if you don't, you probably shouldn't be starting at this episode. But, frag everything, let's just get right into it, why not? We open up on a relatively quiet and silent car ride as Tiger and Overseer kind of, you know, are licking their paws, driving away from Blood Bunnies. And you can hear some Night Errant Sirens kind of blare in the background very lightly, but they weren't really prepared for a drive away, so... They aren't necessarily, they weren't able to pursue you, but you are in a police vehicle kind of riddled in bullets. So might be best to ditch it. Um, Tiger, where are you driving to? Tiger, while driving, is uh, planning on basically just taking back roads and whatever he can to just kind of quickly but quietly get to the uh, Redmond Barons and then ditch the car somewhere. Yeah, okay, uh, give me just a general perception test, we'll say, as you're kind of, just just to see how long it takes you to find an area. I rolled six dice and got three hits. Okay, uh, it only takes you, you know, you're about, and it only takes about 10 or 20 minutes to driving into Redmond to find it, what looks like a, basically a, an old abandoned kind of, you know, um, parking garage. It seems mostly torn down at this point, only really half of it standing, and... As you kind of park it, park the car, uh, you look over to see Overseer. Overseer is completely passed out. As Overseer, your stun patch has worn off. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Tiger opens the passenger door and puts his hand on Overseer's uh, shoulder and kind of shakes him. You okay there, bud? You alive? You awake? There's maybe some grunts of pain, but he does not wake up. (sighs) Ah, crap. Tiger thinks for a second. And um, whips out his comm link. And Tiger sends a call out to an old friend named Muhammad. Uh, it only rings once or twice. Uh, yes, you have reached Muhammad. How can I help you? Hey, it's uh, it's uh, Bayako. Um, I am out in the Redmond Barrens. Um, I need you to come here and uh, give me a ride out to a uh, street dock. Is that all right? I really don't like going into the Redmond Barons, but uh, yes, yes, for you, for you, Baiko, I will uh, make an exception. Um, for a fee, of course. Of course. Uh, do you go ahead and send me your address, and I will be there as soon as possible. Yes, uh, can do. Thank you. And Tiger hangs up and sends him the address. About It takes about 30 minutes as you hear, you know, as you see a taxi cab, as you kind of, you know, just waiting, you see a taxi cab pull up outside the parking garage, and you hear, honk, honk. Tiger uh, grabs Overseer by the arm, kind of slugs his arm over his shoulder, or his arm over um, Tiger's shoulders, and starts to bring him out towards the front. When he gets down there, um, Tiger just immediately opens the back door and just kind of plops Overseer into the back seat. Overseer, how are you looking physically? Uh, physically, I've taken no damage. It's just all been stunned. Okay. Uh, you have a good time, I see? Uh, you could say that. Um, look, um, there's a, you remember the doc that you took me to way back when? When I had the bullet hole in my stomach? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, I mean, I don't remember the address, but I mean, I remember taking you there. Alright, um, would Tiger know the address? Uh, I believe he's part of your contacts, yes. Is he part of my contacts? Um, I do not have him under my contacts. 
then uh, go ahead and give me a, if you have, uh, let me try to think of the right word. Um, if you have any Seattle-based knowledge skills of like, you know, areas of Seattle or any street docs, go ahead and roll those skills if you have any. If not, plus um, minus one. Or give I, me a memory test. I am not going to roll that. Instead, I have a street doc of my own. Okay. That I'm going to, um, the um, description of uh, my street doc is, uh, I definitely don't think correct, but that's all right. What do you mean? Um, like uh, archetype, gender, whatnot on my end. Um, for <laughs> my um, doctor, Mr. Sins, yep. is a female orc. It is, yeah, yeah that oh. is correct. <laughs> oh, okay, I see. Then uh, Tiger is going to, um, I-, I have the address for uh, my street doc, yeah? Yep. All right. Tiger's going to give the address to um, Muhammad and uh, sit shotgun. Got it. Uh, Muhammad doesn't really make much conversation. And, you know, it takes about 20 to 30 minutes to get over to that area. Um, And you pull up to this kind of... No, hold on. I'm going to work this a bit differently. Mr. Sins actually has kind of a med truck that, like, they they have, like, a mobile clinic instead. Oh, I see. So, typically, it's more of you call them to find out, and they'll kind of... It's kind of more meeting-based. I or see. Or kind of... Okay. Yeah. They like to travel around and help people actively instead of having a set location. Okay. Gotcha. So, okay. Uh, just kind of, like, maybe instead call them, or... Then, yeah, I will call them uh, then. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you call Mr. Sins, and it rings once, twice, three times... Oh, Tiger, how you doing, honey? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fine. What can I get you? You need uh, help? Um, I have a buddy who could use a little checkup. Um, yeah, I, I can bring yeah. him to you if that works. Um, just uh, give me your location. And I can. Uh, I'll be there soon. Yeah, we had a little bit of a gang war out here. Uh, we're actually out in the near Amy's Lake. Just over here in the Redmond Barrens. Kind of more towards the down there. You, you, you'll find it. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so, yeah, you make your drive out there. Mohammed, you know. Uh, it's a little far, so it might cost you a bit more, my friend. But uh, You'll, you'll get an extra tip. Don't worry. Oh, Don't worry. I, always, I always pay well. And he drives you out there with how far that is into the Barrens. You drive by a couple of gang outposts. You get a, a few dirty looks. Um, that's going to cost you about... Probably one fifty new yen. Um, I'm gonna talk to Muha. Uh, actually, yeah, we'll do the we'll do the payment now. Okay, one seventy five. You said one. I said one fifty. All right, I'm gonna pay one seventy five. Always tip your drivers. Okay, and you tip him as it is. He drops you off and speeds off quickly you see this uh oh, yeah. decent sides kind of think like um I'm trying to think really how to describe it i don't know I'm trying to think of a large moving truck uh kind of you know actually it's more of like a large food stand truck mm. where you know it has an open window where you can you know quick up like walk up to it buy quick supplies and then like you see a surgery in the back of the truck you see like a surgery table and people just casually operating on people Gotcha. And there's like, you know, kind of a small like lobby set out up front where like there's a few chairs and a few people walking around and helping. Gotcha. So the tiger's going to uh again overseer slung over his shoulder, uh or his arm slung over his shoulder, kinda 
lay him in one of the chairs, hopefully not falling out of the chair. From your edge. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a uh, uh, pretty small, she's only about 5'4", orc uh, lady kind of walks up to you, gray hair. Oh, tiger, honey, is this your friend? And he, she pats Overseer on the lap. He's dead. <laughs> I diagnose you with dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm joking, honey. He's not dead. He's awake. Lightly slaps his face. Ah, fucking just absolutely <laughs> clobbers over here. I like Kudji. Yeah. <laughs> He's alive. He seems to be unconscious, though. What'd you guys get up into? Um, well, if you, stuff? if you can't tell, Tiger kind of leans in and we got into a uh, little bit of a dicier job. Had a small run in with Night Errant. Uh, their special units, whatever. Um, so. He's passed out. I just want to make sure that he's not in like critical condition or anything or nothing inside. Those damn rats, those night errand. I'll go get some medical supplies. Give me just a second. Turns around, walks over to the med truck, kind of climbs inside real fast. Uh, you feel someone lightly kind of tugging on your arm. And as you turn around, the smell hits you before you're even able to turn. And then you see this kind of looks like an eight-year-old ghoul female kind of looks up at you she like she intentionally kind of you know doesn't touch you necessarily just kind of touches your clothing from the outside mister can i can i spare some new yen tiger as he looks over realizing it's a ghoul kind of like takes a small like a tiny step to the right kind of like jumps like that fucking scene from the office (laughs) (laughs) uh kind of collects himself and uh Kneels down to her level, slightly. You know, yeah, sure. Um, Tiger's going to be a nice guy, and uh, Tiger's going to give this uh, kiddo a crisp 75 new year. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And she goes kind of running off with the cred stick. So come back with, you know, a small med bag and some, you know, med kit and some supplies. Hooks over, see her up, and, you know, after a couple of minutes of doing some stuff, she looks over at you. Ah, oh, well, um, it looks like he's mostly just overworked you give him a couple hours he should be mostly okay a good night's sleep and some water sounds good i mean uh, i can't really do much to help with that so i'm not gonna charge you anything but uh yeah at least the uh little exam is good thank you um we'll figure something out from here this tiger kind of looks around what's the area looking like barons it's just there's like, a lot. There's a couple abandoned buildings. I mean, you're. Remember, remember Walt and Jesse went to go make meth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not a lot out here, uh, and the people around you don't really look like a lot of people you want to be now around. Like I said, there was a gang war nearby, so nearby, you know, yeah. kind of stakes are kind of high right now. So <clears throat> probably not best. Probably not wisest to stay in this don't area. Linger too long, yeah. Then um. Tiger is going to uh, start marching, uh, basically haul overseer as well, and then kind of just start marching down the street uh, closer towards uh, the city and closer into Seattle and um, attempt to find some sort of uh, abandoned building a few miles down the road for the night. Okay. Yeah, it takes I imagine you... it's, it's uh, later into the afternoon, right? Yeah, it's uh, reaching four, oh. th- three. Actually, you did the run at 10. 
It was 11 oh, right. o'clock we by the time like, we hit the first thing in the morning. Yeah, so it's like probably with all the driving, maybe reaching one. Is there a coffee? Like, where's the nearest coffee motel? Coffee motel, you're going to want to get a bit farther more in. I'd say probably about a 20 to 30 minute walk normally, probably about an hour dragging overseer. It's just going to start dragging him around, I guess. All right. Uh, we'll say for the sake of not taking forever, uh, you have to duck in through some back alleys to avoid some gang members and some thugs, but uh, you eventually reach the coffin motel. And Yeah, Tiger's going to rent out two sleep pods, and um, probably just one, Okay, and um, kind of just leave Overseer there. Got it. Yeah, you check Overseer in it, make sure it's locked, pay for yeah. over the night, and... Yeah, Where pay would you for like one to? night, leave his shit... Uh... Do they have, like, lockers or anything? They have, like, storage in the pod. So, like, you can kind of leave it at, like, the base of the pod and stuff like that. Yeah, as long as I can leave all his shit in there with him so he's not, yeah. like, his shit doesn't get jacked. Then, um... All right, so Tiger, first of all, is um, going to look for a nearby, like, thrift store or, like, any sort of store to buy some, like, new mm-hmm. clothes so he's not walking around in the clothes that he just did the job in. Yeah, yeah, you eventually find one easy enough once you get closer into, you know, actual Seattle um able to buy you know cheap enough outfit just to swap and yeah, just uh some like fucking i guess burner clothes best way to put it just something to not yeah suss in and um we'll just kind of time skip in case yeah. anyone wanted to do anything i mean at this point your main objective is calling felix to redeem the job yeah tiger's going to uh, um tiger's going to call felix really quick Okay. Uh, as he's uh, slowly trying to like walk his way back into town, it takes it's a ring or two, and then he picks up. Hey, Chummer. Um, please tell me that the news isn't about you guys. <laughs> what news? <laughs> <laughs> so it is. I mean, depends on what news we're talking about, okay, but probably, I mean, yeah. The- I mean, Night Errant, Night Errant showing up and all that. Yeah, there the was... Um, there was a helicopter that blew up. There, Yeah, there were... A f- I, I wasn't aware of the helicopter blowing up, but mm-hmm. there, there was a little well, bit of complication. Well, it wasn't like a blow-up. It was like a... It, it crashed. I mean, yeah. I guess it didn't... It was small. Yeah, there were some complications that um, could not have been foreseen. And quite frankly, I'm still not sure what's going on. One of our people's kind of MIA right now. But, um... Okay, okay, okay. I should probably, uh... Yeah, so, um... On the bright side, the gas took its time to do its thing. Mm-hmm. Job is done? S- job is finished. Okay, okay. Um, um, no one was killed in other means besides Knight Errant. But that's a bit unavoidable. Right, But all right. the people of the court, job was done normally. Okay, I'm, I'm uh, looking at what the news has. Uh, I mean... I don't think you're going to get that camera footage stealth bonus. I'll let you know that. Probably not. Cops. But... Once Knight Errant got there, yeah, no, there was nothing yeah. really doing about that. Right, right. But? Um, I mean, I can contact the Johnson? Yeah, yeah, oh, just, cool. uh, yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, yeah. Okay, you all alive? Overseer good? Uh, Overseer's fine. That's good. Um... The other two, I have to talk to. Uh, still figuring out where they are. They're a little MIA right now. But oh, um, yeah. I will let you know what's going on with that. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank, thank you, Felix. Yeah. Yeah. I'll call them and um, 
that up uh, neat or see whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, if you need anything from me, let me know. Otherwise, um, you, you just transfer the funds to all of us once I figure out who all of us is. Got it. Sounds good. Okay. Um, so we're going to do a light little time skip. Yeah, with that, should I call Karma and see what's going on, or should we just leave that for now? Would you like to call Karma and see like what's going on? I like to call Karma and see if they at least yeah, survive. You can, yeah, you can go ahead, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, you, you know, it only rings about once. Oh, my, dude, listen, you're gonna have, I need some cut here. Like, I don't... I, you, you, you've earned, you've earned. Uh-huh. Yeah. From so, what? Yeah, please describe to me what the frag happened. I don't, um, I don't, okay, okay. From my perspective, I was chilling in the van, listening to some tunes. As you all did. right, all right. Just vibing. Cerberus right. is in the back, sleeping, or doing her hacking trick. Right, And right. she lunges up, starts vomiting blood, like, blood's coming out of her, like, her ears, her eyes, and, like, vomiting. She screams at me to start driving, and then, like, the second I start up the car and start moving it, there's night-errant vehicles on our ass. And then eventually, I mean, I, you know, evaded the vehicles, and then a, a, a wasp showed up, a small small copter, helicopter showed up, and that was on our ass, and um, Cer- Cerberus jumps back and tried to shoot it down. I didn't have my sniper, she didn't have her sniper. She jumped back into the Matrix, I assume, and it just fell onto the ground like the copter just fell like it got turned off she jumped back out and just kind of i i took her to a doc's place and we're kind of just held up there she's getting treatment right now she's like super like she almost straight up died dude like i don't know what she is alive she is alive Uh, she's under yeah she's in care right now she's unconscious i'm I'm fine. I ditched the vehicle. Um, but yeah, I don't. That's literally all I know. That I don't know what happened. You'll have to talk to her. I don't know. Gotcha. I don't get the Matrix track. Neither. All right. Um, well, me and Overseer are fine. Um, we yeah. ended up having to jack a uh, night errant vehicle, mm-hmm. ditch that, and um, he's currently in a. Uh... What happened to that puck? Oh. Um, you good? No. Um, oh. Yeah. It was a very unfortunate situation. Don't worry about it. Oh, um, okay. More money for us. Fair enough, I guess. All right. Uh, you know, drug happens. Exactly. You knew what you signing up for. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, I will let Felix know that it's a four-way cut. Okay. And, um, yeah, you'll get your money soon. With, all right. I'm going to watch over service a bit longer, make sure she recovers, and... I'm we uh, listen, man. I don't. You gotta lie low for like a month or two. At least, yeah. Just yeah, like, I don't like pick up some small. I don't know if you got contacts to go through. I can help you guys out if you need some smaller jobs. I have, you know, I've been running with the shadows for a long time, so I can get you some small jobs. But like, you guys gotta lay low. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you for your help. Now, time skip is fine. Okay. So, overseer. After you're probably out for about a day, you'll probably wake up the next following day, probably about like 1 p.m. You are super sore, like your body is just aching. But 
you have a few bruises as well, but no real damage. Uh, you're in a coffin motel. Not really sure how you got there. You remember being in the car and just kind of crashing. Oh, I will say that you wake up with a text in your comic uh, vaguely describing the situation, basically saying, hey, we made it out. You're not dying. Your doc looked at you. You're good. Left you in a motel in Redmond. So, as Overseer is coming to, feeling like absolute dreck, feels his calm link, like feels for his calm link, then panics immediately, like jolts awake, pulls out his calm link in a hurry, looks to what's going on. It's just, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, that, that tracks. All right, I'm going to get out of bed. Go find my stuff. Uh, it's at like the base of your bed. Okay. I think like like where your feet is is all stuffed down there. Okay. So just you know, dress down in street clothes, put all the equipment into the duffel bag, and then just just bus on home, and then okay, relax for a day. Okay. Well, not uh, a day. Get yeah, home, I mean, relax like for a day. bit. You'll get home at like probably three, depending on how you want to get there. Three. And... Say around. Uh, I'd say around six or seven p.m. Whenever. Uh, Overseer is going to go to her bar. Okay. Um. Yeah. You just anywhere specific? You just head into the closest bar. Whatever's closest. Whatever has strong drinks. Got it. It's a uh, not terribly too far. You make your way there. You see a very packed full of human bar. A lot of white males here. <laughs> yeah, I've read it. I've read it a couple times. I, I know just, what this is. Yeah, yeah. Um, they welcome you in. And no one seems to give you any dreck. And you drink away the night. How yep. much are you drinking here? Yeah, just like you know, just three, four shots of whiskey. Just something okay. to make everything fragging stop yeah you know your head you, you get a decent buzz from it is there anything of significance you want to do throughout the rest of the night not really this is just okay this is the start yeah uh tiger following next day so two days after we were with tiger uh you get a call from felix i answered the call hey Trummer. um so he's not upset at you guys i mean you guys got the job done so that's good talk to johnson that's what we're talking about that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's offering to meet back at the the restaurant we met before for pay, or I can just send you the information. Your call. I mean, if you want to keep doing business with this guys, I mean, it might be better to meet in the restaurant. But like, also, like, I mean, this job was pretty intense. I don't know how much you guys want to keep dealing with this kind of stuff. I mean, we, you guys should definitely lay low after this. So. I mean, I'll kind of leave it. If you want to ditch the Johnson, I would just take the pay. But if you want to kind of keep doing business, maybe, you know, meet at the restaurant. I won't be there. So, I mean, it's your call. Send me the information, and I will see what uh, we want to do. And I'll also I will say this, there's not a guarantee he isn't just going to shoot you. So, I mean, leave that. Just I'm just saying. Like, he is a big core. That is fair. Yeah, he might just wait for you to get there, shoot you, and walk out. Cause yeah, you know what? Let's, uh... I mean, yeah, they're pretty ruthless. Yeah, we need, uh, we have four people, so Good if the money could be, if the money could be split four ways, that'd be great. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'll just send it to you, and you can... Yeah, I'll distribute it. 
Got yeah, it. Okay. That's probably for the best. Got it. I will get that to you by the end of the day. Thank you. And all right. Woo! Let's reward some new yen and karma, shall we? <laughs> it has been a while. So <laughs> everyone, let's see. So you are getting the base twenty thousand. You have not earned the bonus. Um, you did get rid of the camera footage, but you know. So yeah, it, I fucked it up. God to do all the work. <laughs> I but, I could have easily fucking bricked the system, but didn't. I'm an idiot. You were in shock. Brick the so system. actually, <clears throat> you're not getting twenty-seven. You're getting eighteen divided by four, because you got twenty thousand. You got two thousand up front. Three thousand up front was what was agreed on, and then twenty-five when the job was done. Oh, my notes might just be slightly. Oh yeah, sorry, my notes don't have the bargaining amounts. My bad. I apologize. So you all get so what twenty-two thousand. Split four ways? Yeah. Okay, so I apologize. My my notes weren't... I was looking at my notes, not your guys's. Okay, so, so 5.5 to everyone. 5.5 thousand for everyone. Okay. Overall, you're sitting at, I believe, 27 karma. 27 karma? 27 karma. Let's go. And 5,500 new yen. What would you guys like to... Who do we want to start with? Okay. Adam, um, do you know what you're going to do with your downtime? Yes, I know exactly some things I would like to do for my uh, downtime. Okay. What would you like to do with your downtime? I have 42 karma. I would like to delve into into the... um, Yeah, because I was sitting at like 13 when we went into that. Jesus, okay. Because I was spending so much time on that fucking... um, What do you call it? Initiation. Uh, initiation. Yeah, initiation grade. Because... Luke, fair warning, that is one month of straight downtime without more than a week's interruption to get that initiate grade. <laughs> it sucks. And I even forgot to use it during this entire fucking <laughs> session. Or this entire mission. What do you mean? No, you didn't. Your agility boost? Oh, wait, no. My power. No, you spammed I, I got the fuck out of that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah you. Right. In I fact, did it like a lot. I th- no, no, no. I, 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 f- I forgot. Yeah, no, I thought I got centering. Anyways, so I would like to delve into um, what uh, into becoming more dragon-like. Uh, the Draco Knight. The thing is, you're not really sure how to do this. So I'm going to say you call the only person that you know to call. I actually do have a few things to talk to Dr. Wright about now that I okay. think about it. Yeah, so you go ahead and call Dr. Wright. He phone rings once or twice. Bye, go. How can I help you? I have two things. First of all, there's been a matter that there's been a matter that has popped up recently that um, I feel that we haven't informed you that I feel should be important to discuss of a um, third party that has been chasing us down as of late. I believe he went by the name of Blue and uh, claims to be a uh, Drake himself. Um, and claims to be working with other corporations and dragons, from the sounds of it. Uh, formidable fighter, thus far. Um, gave us a run for our money. But um, I feel that that is an important detail to keep you in the know about. Any and idea of what Corp he does work with? Um, we are not familiar with uh, what Corp exactly we were... Um, we owed a friend a favor and um, were hired onto a job and uh, given to him by a big corp to kidnap someone from this corp. He didn't know any information, couldn't give us any information. Um, and yeah, 
we, all that we know is that he's out there. His name's Blue. He's got a big sword, and he's he knows of the Draco Knight, the Draco Foundation, and our involvement. I'm not sure if he knows about the egg. Um, it's I suppose it's not uncommon in the business. Um, did the did the 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 the, the kid the person you helped kidnap did he seem familiar in any way? He seemed... He knew my name when we approached him. He knew the name Tiger. At least. Uh, and... Can you have back of anything? Have you ever seen this man? Not that I am aware of. Um, he was kind of generic looking. Um... But after we eventually got him into our vehicle, um, he was trying to bargain, taking him to a safe place. And then as we were driving, the Mr. Blue, the Drake, dropped onto the roof of the van, stuck a sword through the van, killed the man we were kidnapping. You may not believe it, but I think that gives us a lead. Um, that, that was, what else have you, you said there was two things, one thing? Secondarily, the Draco Knight, um, I would like to learn more about it, to harness it better. Oh, okay. And take steps to perhaps become stronger because of it. I see. Mm, the only issue with that is everyone... The Draco Knight attunes to that person, uh, whereas... It doesn't grow stronger until they force it to grow stronger, if that makes sense. Um, how do you learn? Or maybe a better way. Some people become better at things by putting it to the test constantly. Or some people force the situation to happen so that thing is created, if that makes sense. Um, for example, we had one um, subject that um, wanted to grow the wings. So they jumped off a building and successfully grew the wings. It depends on subject to subject, but it's more of what you would personally. Some people just, just simply put time into it and want it to happen, and it just does. It's more of how you manifest that power. Does that make sense? So... In my last situation, it was a sink or swim. I was falling out of a 15-story building and then got wings. So is there... So there's a possibility that you may need to put yourself in a situation that will proc that power. I see. Any tips on doing that? Well, um, there are common powers for uh, a beginning Draco Knight Drake. Uh, the wings... Um, the natural weapons, uh, which seem to have a variety, uh, are a bit hard, the hardest to, to um, create. It's more of a, a will, if that makes sense. The armor aspects, taking damage, getting shot, getting a spell casted at you. That's a common proc for those, and just really not wanting to take them. Uh, those are those are the more the more common base abilities. Um, I mean, if you had if you had some stick and shock, 
and if you were like going for the armor, you could shoot yourself until something you happens. Until something happens. Um, or, like I said, you could if you come from the yakuza. If maybe you put enough meditation into it, you could just manifest something like that. Okay. I will throw throw some drag at the wall. See what sticks. Um, is there anything else I can help you with? Uh, no, not for now. Um, I think that's everything. Okay. If you uh, if there's any information or anything that we need to do about the blue situation and that Drake, um, keep us informed, and we'll do something. Yes. Um, with that, um. I know I've been telling you to be very cautious about your powers, but with this blues appearance, um, I don't think it matters terribly too much. Obviously, don't use them freely, but um, it's if if it happens, it happens. We've already passed the point of no return. Unfortunately, I believe so. Fun. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Do tell the others as well. I will talk to you there. Yay! So, Tiger, how would you like to manifest your power? Um, first, Tiger is going to let uh, send a group chat to the others, explaining to them that um, powers are less secretive now, um, and if there is anything from the Draco Knight that you manifest physically, not too much of an issue anymore. Kind of just go ahead and do it. Um... So I will kind of, I, I kind of hinted it, but to take it out of character, it is very much how do you think your character would make this enhancement, if that makes sense. Because like, oh, like, okay, it was kind of forced onto you with your wings. But like, it kind of makes sense. Baiko's a very action-based character. He doesn't do a lot of like planning or, you know, thinking or stuff like that. I mean, nine times out of 10, he's more like, I, I see Baiko as more quickly to take action than to think about his consequences. Yeah. So it made sense for Bayako to form the wings by just jumping out of the window. And Cerberus also got attacked. That's how Cerberus grew her armor and stuff like that. Overseer's different because Overseer, whatever. And then um, same for Storm. Storm, all of you kind of were like in a situation where it was like peril, you know, it kind of formed. At this point, it's more of like, how would he? Because if Bayako would honestly just meditate, then it would just happen. It's this is entirely just flavor text. Hmm. But like if Bayako would be like, oh, I want to increase my armor, I'm gonna go fucking just murder a bunch of guys and either get breath weapon or better armor. Okay. I'll just go get shot at a bunch until I don't like So yeah, Tiger is going to uh give Overseer a call. Yeah. Hey, chummer. First off, good job on that um on the job. Um, I understand you need some time to rest. Um, but being the tactician of the group, um, I think that you would agree with me that we as a group need to keep tip-top shape, especially with Blue and other Drakes being an issue now. So I would I did some talking with Dr. Uh, White, and um, I would like to do some training, and I would like you to help train me uh, every so often. Um, so if you want to meet up, uh, just on the, on, on the edge of town, just off the edge of the Redmond Barrens, uh, sometime later today, I would like your help doing some training. 
how, training how exactly? What is you'll you'll see when we get there. It's not a very uh, physically active job. Okay. You just need to bring yourself and your whiz ass magical abilities. Don't worry, I'll explain when we get there. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll be there. Give me a location. Yeah, and Tiger send or Tiger goes on whatever GPS uh, service he can find, and um, finds a relatively secluded uh, building in the Redmond Barrens and sends you the address to it. All right, just time to go. Uh, maybe there like two p.m. All right, see you there. Yeah, thanks. Hangs up. So Tiger, um, I'm, I'm for the sake of. Uh, time and whatnot. We're just going to say that Tiger got to his uh, apartment at uh, Tacoma, grabbed his uh, stuff, and is uh, kind of taking all this shit and uh, drifting. And we uh, Tiger gets there probably about 15 minutes early to the abandoned building to uh, kind of stake it out and make sure that there's no ghouls, no current gang members hanging out there, nothing of uh, potential danger sitting there. Rather than that, Overseer is on the dot, like if you had to watch, it would be fifty nine, fifty nine. As soon as two o'clock hits, uh, turns around, overseer is walking in, Sick. as on time as he can be. So I'm gonna describe the scene. Um, the building that we're sitting in kind of looks like an old, uh, an old office area. Uh, we're sitting at the reception uh, area of the old office. There's a few scattered about uh, chairs and like those like rows of like shitty plastic chairs. Uh, Tiger is sitting, when you walk in, Tiger is sitting on the uh, reception counter, waiting for you, kind of swinging his legs back and forth as you walk in. Oh, Overseer, wonderful. All right, all right. Are you ready? Are you ready for this training? I think you're going to love it. I think you're going to love what I'm assigning you to train today. Yeah, you, you keep mentioning training, but what what is what are we training exactly? And from behind him, as he's sitting there, Tiger pulls out his browning ghost and sits it on the table. Well, are you telling me I need to be a better shot? No, no, no. Your your firing's fine, mostly because I haven't seen you use a gun yet. I see you use your magic, so I'm assuming you hit most of your spells. I'm calling that good. I talked to Doctor Wright about it, and um, I want to get better and uh, hone these. Uh, Draco Knight abilities of ours, and I'm trusting you to help me train this. And um, one specific ability is that Drakes are better at taking damage. Whatever hurts them hurts them less comparatively to a normal person. So attempting to bring out that power from the Draco Knight, I work better in moments of high stress and repetition. Hence, with the martial arts and the uh, swords, swordsmanship. So, your job with us training, I need you to shoot me and hit me with spells over and over again until something comes out. Dr. Wright says it works, so we're just going to go with it. On one side, if it doesn't work, you get the benefit of shooting me. You literally do not lose in this situation. You get to shoot me of all people. A lot of people would work for something like that. And if this does work, then I get super cool dragon abilities. 
This yeah. is a win-win, if you ask me. You seem to be pretty down on yourself as of late. You, you all right? Trust me, trust me. This is this is not a this is not a bit. This is not a play. This is for combat capability. <laughs> I would caution against this method. I. It's not how I would personally go about it, and I imagine that it could be very, uh, very detrimental should it not work out how you want it to. Probably. Tiger grabs the gun, kind of spins it, and is holding the barrel with the handle of the firearm holding towards you. And this is loaded with stick and shock. This, is, this won't kill me. Probably. Not Just quickly, at least. Don't aim for, please don't aim for the head. Or below the belt. I'm, I'm fine with and, the legs, but... Yeah. is gonna take the gun from you very hesitantly. And... As you take you're serious, it, aren't you? As you take it, Tiger starts uh, walking towards the other side of the room. I imagine this is a relatively large room being a lobby for an office. Yes, I'm 100% serious. And... <sighs> hope I don't regret this. As Tiger kind of stands with, stands in like uh, all like arms out, he's like a posing at the time. Come on, let's get the first one out. First one, first one's gonna hurt the most. Come on. Are you wearing armor at all? Anything? <laughs> Tiger lifts his shirt. You see, just bare, just bare chest. Are you sure you don't want at least something? It it, it would still hurt, but it wouldn't. We'll we'll figure it out after this one. Come on, let's uh, let's uh, uh, let's get that first one going, and then after that. We'll go from there. The, the, the gimmick is that I will get armor from this. So if you shoot me and it works this first you time, would get armor from I'll this. Probably get armor from this. I had a doctor's note about this. I can call a doctor right now and tell you what what. I can call the same fragging doctor. Yes, you could. You want to call him right now? Not get a, really. I, get a second I opinion don't. On this. I don't. I don't want to talk to him. I dreading when I have to talk to him again. We've had a few days. I don't think he wants to talk to us either. All right. What do you want first? Tiger is kind of sitting there holding his arms out. You know what? Tiger turns around, faces the wall, arms out again. Surprise me. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Either spell or or the gun. Uh, just, 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 uh, um... What's it? Uh, what's it called when you go one and the other? Um, variate, variety, variety. Yeah, variety. We need variety in this. If this is a team building training exercise, where we're gonna need variety in this team building training exercise, where you get you as the leader get to shoot me for your own enjoyment and my betterment? Question mark. This is a stupid idea. Yes, Come on, it just is. Get it over. Just get it over. Come on, shoot me. All right, and Overseer is going to cast a Power Bolt at Force 3. Okay. Um, so this process goes on for a while. I'm not going <laughs> to... Yeah. It's, it's an entirety of... Uh, well, um, so, well, first, Overseer, I will say this. During this process, you could increase your pistol skill if you like, or start <laughs> increasing your spell casting. If you would like to do either one of those, I would count this as progress towards it. That is entirely. Would you give him a discount? Would you give him a discount on that shit? 
Because <laughs> I yeah. am technically taking his time for it, for my own betterment. So would Bayako make it like would Bayako turn it into a training session at all? Would Bayako try attempt in teaching at all? On uh, not unless Overseer brought it up. <laughs> uh, then no. He wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you don't have to. If you want to use your downtime for different things, that's fine. I'm just saying this is a possibility if you'd like to. This isn't going to take any more serious time, is it? Like, realistically, like, this is kind of taking... No, I mean, it's more like your time, especially the recovery. The recovery is a big part of this, because you can't... I mean, eventually this is going to be doing physical damage. So, I mean, you have to... Eventually, you're going to be taking... You're going to have a few days where you're going to need to take time in between. Otherwise, you're just going to push, be pushing your body way too hard. It's kind of the point, but... So, I mean, uh, no. I'm just saying it's kind of like, I mean, you know, two birds, one stone. Yeah, I'd, just, I'd spend my karma to just increase these skills. Yeah, yeah and the downtime, and time. But. And time, yeah. So I'm going to elect to not do that for now. Okay. Um, But, so, over the span of the first week... um. Tiger, uh, we'll say you gain natural armor. So eventually, Tiger, you are, we'll say it's towards the end. It is like the last day of the week, right? Which you don't know that it is happening. But you, your body is like covered with bruises and you've gained a few scars from this. You're like not sleeping well at night just due to like how much damage you have been taking. Like Insomnia plus this shit? (laughs) Uh, Do you even still have insomnia? I do. Oh my god, yeah. You are just, like, restless. Like, you've been up for the last 72 hours just because laying down hurts at this point. And you hear Overseer cock the gun and put one into you. Nothing happens? And you kind of look down at your skin and Overseer, you see this as scales have, not a lot, but a decent amount of scales, just kind of like your body is just covered with patches of what colored scales? Probably like darker green, like Argonian kind of okay. levels. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine it's like highlight or like denser towards like the shoulders and elbows, and like large or like moving bits towards that. But yeah, uh, so you have these like large patches of these dark green kind of scales that have formed all over your body, and it seems to just as you know, you continue experimenting, getting shot in them just doesn't seem to hurt as much anymore. At the first. Um... At the first uh, sight of these, the first shot that doesn't hurt, Tiger's gonna like just absolutely start popping off. Just like, oh, I, I, I told you, I, you, you, <coughs> ow, you, you thought I was down. You thought I was down bad. You are down bad. Uh, t- Tiger starts flexing his muscles, like the scales like move as he's flexing. He like tries to like make him dance. He's like, yeah, no. Something oh I thought of in the meantime is I want to. So is this just regular, regular armor at this point? Nothing like not magically armor. What his stuff? Yeah, yeah, it's magical. It's some. It's both. It's, uh, it's no. This, this is, is it's normal armor, but it's magical normal armor. Like yeah, yeah, it does extra stuff. Okay. I want to see how it fares against this, and as you see, overseer will sort of. Well, curl his hand up in a fist. Like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? I don't like that. Don't. And as Overseer opens up his hand, you see long two to three inch claws come out of his fingernails, 
uh, a deep regal magenta, almost uh, royal purple uh, glow radiating off. Of How would this work? Oh, 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 oh but uh, it's uh, it's been a week, Chummer. I could uh, <laughs> entire kind of like gets into like his like a uh, uh, kind of shaky stance because he's like so hurt and bruised from the last few days. All right, guess not. But another week passes and tired of your body starts to recover. You can now kind of um, so mm, so the thing is, you have to sustain the dragon, the armor. So it's not just free armor. So you get so okay. Here's how we're gonna do this because like these rules don't exist. I am making them up as we go because you know that's how we do it around here. Yeah. So you get the two armor for free. To activate the hardened ability, you have to sustain them. Okay. And I will rule that same with like your mystic. You don't have to sustain both of them. And like, so all of these, so you're, mm, that's kind of wrong. When you activate your, any one of your abilities that requires sustainment, it activates all of the abilities. So you're basically activating your Draco form, which means you activate your hardened armor, your wings also appear and stuff like that. Gotcha. So you are. <laughs> It's not more of like it's more of like you're upgrading your Draco form than you are gaining new Drake abilities. If that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. So, just so you know, whenever you do act, you know, start sustaining the stuff, so you get the armor naturally for both of them. But if you like to harden them, then you have to, you know, gain your harden. You know, you're sustaining and holding that form, mm-hmm. which is how that would normally work. It's just, um, but so over the next week, your body heals. And you guys start to focus some more on spellcasting. And the thing is, um, Tiger, you don't really notice the difference. You notice that spells kind of stop hurting more eventually. And Overseer, when that does happen, we'll say you peek into the astral because, you know, it's mystic armor. Uh, it only happens in, you know, whatever. Um, you see his, basically his aura has basically gained kind of the same scaly effect as you see him kind of like has like patches of like this green mystic kind of glow to him. And with that, Tiger has gained the two Drake abilities, hardened natural armor and hardened mystic armor for a total of two weeks cost and a total of fucking how much karma? Not even that much. I think 20. Yeah, no, no, total. I think, I think it was five to begin with, and then it increases by five each increment. So I think it's fifteen. Yeah, so te- fifteen for a total of fifteen karma. And anything else you wanted to do with your downtime? Tiger is going to uh, start searching for a Kenjutsu uh, trainer. Okay, um, it's not super hard. I mean, with Street Sam's being super popular, it's it may it may take you like a day or so of like just kind of you know, going into more popular areas where straight Sam's kind of hang out and you're able to find one relatively easy, but you'll just find like a class where they teach typically younger students. You're probably one of the older ones in the class. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of, yeah, well, um, <laughs> but yeah, so you put in your two weeks. Um, did you want to make those payments now? Uh, yeah, I will pay for everything now. Um, how much am I spending? So that is going to cost you. Uh, let's upcharge it just to three thousand. So three thousand new yen, and then seven karma. We are going to move to overseer. All right. What would you like to do during your downtime? Um, 
first, well, the main thing is I, I was going to take you up on your offer to sort of, well, get out of Snohomish to save money. Okay. And try and establish a base of operations somewhere I can easily access anything I'd really need to do, like uh, research, any medical, uh, or not medical, any magical stuff I need to do. Maybe organize some small runs to make some money off that. So, you're are you trying to set up like just like find an abandoned building and make it a thing? Or are you trying like trying to set up like an HQ for Shadowrunners? At this moment, it's not going to be like an HQ type thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe later because that does seem interesting. But at the moment, it's just going to be you know a a place where I can where I can live relatively cheaply and not have to worry about, apparently, housing Zyklon B. Okay, so are you looking for, like, an actual, like... Yeah, something like something like a Yala. the hideout. So I was thinking okay. about... I just okay. couldn't remember the word for whatever reason. All right, fair enough. So, I'm going to have you make a few rolls here. First, do you want... I'm assuming you're aiming for Baron, so that's going to be the easiest. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that sounds about right. Do you want Pialop or you want Redmond? I guess Redmond, since it's closer to like actual heart of Seattle. Okay. Where a lot of important jobs would take place. Yeah, okay. Um, Redmond Baron seemed like an easier pick. Okay. We're going to have this per day. Give me, we'll do perception test. I'll set a number down. How, what do you, let's like, what do you want here? Like, describe the kind of building you're looking for. Like, you know. How well kept do you want it? Like, do you want it like something where you're gonna have to make a lot of repairs? Because like, I'm gonna make build the DC off of like what you're kind of looking for here. Mm-hmm. So give me like kind of a basis of what you want to start with. Because like, hell, you want to start with an empty lot. All right, easy, you find it. Yeah. But you want to find with like a decently well kept building that might be a bit harder, but and might require some like possible combat or something like that. Hmm. So if I could find. Uh, uh, something decent size, like what would be a typical about two story house. Okay. And in decent ish condition, you know, obviously a building that is standing that, you know, okay. Oh, no, you want a building that's falling over. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And with a roof, like a condition doesn't matter as much. Material? Okay. Not really. Okay. You're looking for protection from the elements, is what I'm here. Yeah. To start, I'll I'll put in the work to fix it up however it needs to be, but I'm okay. not not like I'm trying to find a pristine middle class house. Right. Right. Now, okay. So I have a, a DCM bind. It's going to take you a couple of days, just a heads up. Like, I mean, it kind of bases off your rolls, but you know, yeah. whatever. Now, let's talk about utilities. Are you willing to put in the work to create power? Do you want something connected to the, you know, the um, the the grid where you know something it has, up. yeah, it has water, it has electricity. Uh, yeah, you know. I'm I'm looking for something that already has those built in, preferably okay. to start. Okay. If it can't happen, I've I've got contacts. I can probably. I can probably work it out. Go ahead and roll me perception. 
basically i have a dcm i have a number in mind every single hit you get is going to minus from that test all right if that makes the, sense the first roll was three hits out of six dice okay that's day one day two day two will be two hits out of six dice and day three is only one hit out of six. Oh, so there's your first three days would you like to keep going with the same parameters yeah six hits or yeah Anything anything popping up yet? Nothing with them that you meet. You find a, I mean, you find a few places that, you know, some have either, you know, um, most of them are going to be lived in, but, like, you find one of them that, like, doesn't have any food or, or, you know, any water or electricity that's, like, somewhat intact of a two-story house. Um, you find another one that's in pretty, like, deep gang territory that you don't really want to frag with. Um, but like nothing that like super catches your eye. All right. It's more uh, of, I think more of how we do this is once you reach a number, like, okay, this is where you want to be. I can describe like, Hey, this is like the most ideal house you find, mm-hmm. or we can increase the parameters to, you know, whatever, but let's keep the same parameters and uh, try for two more days. Another one hit out of six. Okay. And then four hits out of six dice. Nice. Um, you start scouring kind of into the deeper of the barrens. Uh, you find a really nice one, but it's located in um, it's located in the rusted silhouettes, which is like really close to Glow City. You don't really want to frag with them at all, but it's like pretty much next to ideal on like what you can get. But it's right next to Glow City. Like you are yeah. seeing goo- ghouls on the hourly. Um. You find a house that's in nice condition that doesn't seem to be connected to any of utilities out in um, kind of Cottage Lake area closer in towards them. Um, those are the kind of the two big ones that seem to stand out. So is there really any... What are the negatives to living close to such de- uh, heavily ra- heavy radiation? You're not going to believe this, but radiation poisoning. Yeah. Ghouls including feral ghouls that will want to eat you. Uh, you know, those are kind of the really big two ones. Those are just it. Get, things that want to eat you and radiation poisoning. Those are just it. Yeah. So basically being hunted like on the hour, essentially, and constantly being poisoned to death. Yes, those are the two big ones. <laughs> what is Glow City exactly? Like, is it marked on the map? It is. Uh, I don't have it. Hold on. Let me. Uh, it's not. On the map, there is the section of the Redmond Barrens, the Rusted Stilettos. Yeah. Uh, I know it's, I don't think it's specifically, there is a location, like it's kind of. Oh, I see it. Okay. Lo- yeah. yeah, location where Glow City is. I just had subdistricts so, turned off. Yeah, if you have subdistricts turned on, it's that green area. Yeah, it's pretty big. And the other one was just by a lake. Cottage, Cottage Lake. Cottage kind Lake. Of up towards more. Yep. Not far from those uh, blue spots, three blue together. I see. And so it was just uninhabited? Uh, I mean, this one, it didn't have any utilities. Uh, No Uh, utilities. Yeah, no utilities. But it was like in decent condition. Okay. Uh, I'll give it two more days, but I'll keep that one in mind. Okay. Uh, Two more days. Go ahead. Uh, Another one hit from six. Okay. And two hits from six. 
you start peeking out, you like do some asking around about gangs and stuff like that. You find that the First Nations are probably the best gang to be like partners with. They're on the border. They're really far out in the Barrens, which is like on one hand is good because like if you're going to escape Night Errant, they're not going to bother going that far out nine out of ten times. Mm-hmm. But it's also bad because you're so far from everything. Yeah. And you have zero mode of transportation. But they are very like, hey, yeah, you can just live here as long as you, you know, pay taxes. And if you're probably worried, they're very focused on just smuggling stuff because they're right on the border. So, you know, they, they're very smuggle based gang and stuff like that. They're mm-hmm. fairly, they're more of like a business than a gang, honestly. And honestly, if you were willing to like put in work for them, they probably wouldn't mess with you. And they could, they're probably the best gang to work with if you're going to settle in here. So you start eyeing some areas in there and um, you don't necessarily meet any of the, you know, you see a few of the gang members and signs like that. You don't necessarily stop to talk, I imagine. But um, after some time, you find a house that looks decently intact. It definitely needs a couple days of repairs and some new yen set into it. Uh, The windows are smashed out, boarded up, stuff like that. Uh, You manage to make your way inside of it. It has running water it isn't the greatest running water it's fairly murky murky but i mean you boil it it looks drinkable and it has some electricity although you like you couldn't power an entire fucking you know um it has enough to like meet your basic needs but like to like maximize like if you want to set up turrets and stuff like that you would need like a few solar panels or something like that Right. It's enough to get the job done, but you, you know, you could use some more help. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, this is probably the best you're going to get. Or, I mean, I could just give you a, you know, worse one if you wanted to search for, you know, drop some of those parameters. I could fit some in. So... I'm leaning more towards the place out in Cottage Lake, even though it doesn't have any utilities whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's closer to the Seattle area. Okay. So it's much it's much more uh, beneficial to have something there that isn't running. Mm-hmm. As well as, yeah, hopefully I won't have to deal with as many gangs being actually closer to the city. True. Well, you are, um, it will be in just the, you know, just the side of, or like kind of outside of, uh, of the spider gang. Right. Which is, um, a very violent gang, but I mean, they don't seem to be like, you know, you ask around some people and stuff like that. They're not like super terrible, but they are, their recruitment process is literally nabbing people off the streets and forcing them into the group to force them to kill a bug spirit essentially i guess i have to go with the lesser of two evils i'd much rather try and establish base in the first nation's territory than the spider's territory got it yeah you find a location after let's see how many days does that take you that was seven all right so yeah it takes you a week of time to you know searching through the barrens on foot and stuff like that asking around and you eventually find a nice little homestead Definitely could, you know, use some repairs. I'll write up, like, rough repairs that it could use and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You're pleased to find that it is a two-story house. It looks like probably on the inside, it probably looks like it has two bathrooms, which like one on the top, one on the bottom. Not really great condition. Um, right. Definitely has a smell to them. Um, but you're also pleased to find after doing some looking through, uh, it has a basement as well, which is mm. kind of nice. Um, has a furnace system set up. Definitely something built in the early you know, 2000s. So like definitely out of date for what you're used to. Um, but you know, has a furnace set up, set up for heating, um, insulation still fine and everything like that. Besides, you know, the giant, the whole, the few holes that there are, uh, most, almost all the windows need to be replaced. So there's that. Um, and then bedroom wise, it probably has, um, let me think. So it has obviously a living room and kitchen, um, to which they're like in the kitchen, there's none like supplies, like not even a refrigerator or anything like that. So you'll have Makes to sense. go out. Yeah. Yeah. Like furniture wise and stuff like that this thing is stripped like you're not you have a bare base home like after construction and that's same for literally every house you came across yeah so um but like a decent sized kitchen space a living room there's um we'll say there's two kind of like bedrooms kind of like rooms where you could turn into things on the ground floor and then we'll say there's three rooms on the top floor all right. So in total, five rooms that you can customize to do whatever you'd like. A basement area as well as a living room area and a kitchen. Not bad. Not terrible, no. And like I said, connected to the water and, you know, <clears throat> definitely need some pots to get boiling and stuff like that after you get a stove or a fire. Um, right. And uh, yeah, you know, uh it's are you just moving straight out there not yet i want to try and at least get some basics going okay cool so yeah we can kind of you know uh well you have another three weeks of downtime uh what would you like to do in those three weeks all right gonna be an expensive process so to start would there be any way to uh, better filter the water, or at least increase the quality of it? Uh, you would build basically... Um, so you would find where the water's coming in from. You would connect it to a home-built water filtration system, uh, similar size of like a water heater or whatnot, uh, which then that goes into how water is actually filtered, which I'm personally not 100% on. But uh, you would have to build in or install an exterior water uh, filter that the water uh, finds itself running through, and then dispense everything else in the in the building. So there you go. Um, let's see. So on yeah, average, a water filtration system. Uh, okay, so a basic version is going to cost you in real life money, so it's going to be scaled a little bit. Three hundred and sixty dollars mm-hmm. to to get like a professionally built one, uh, about $3,500. Right. Oh, we'll just say one to three. That's a bit easier. So it's going to cost you basically a thousand to make your own version of it. Right. Uh, with some, that's going to take some time because you're crafting it. You know, you don't really have knowledge in this. So that's going to take probably a week or two of downtime to create this. And that's just to create it. Like, well, mm-hmm. I guess maybe not. Oh, we'll see. We skill challenge it. But um, that's not even to, figure out the plumbing system and stuff like that, which you are also just zero knowledge about. Um, unless you do have plumbing knowledge and I just don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do. Okay. I suppose anything's possible. 
Um, you're definitely, you know, you're definitely not going to be able to have someone come out here and install it. That's just not going to happen. Like that's just not possible. Um, but like you could always just go to your local uh, plumbing, plumbing R Us, and uh, <laughs> plumbing R Us, and you know buy a professionally built one, and that probably comes with some instructions and stuff like that. And that definitely um, save you a lot of time, but cost you a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what I'm thinking is I want to try and get this at least livable by the end of the month. So okay. with decent like a decent enough water supply and some power and well, it has a way power. to store food right you know, i mean you don't have a fridge but you know it has it could like i said it has enough to like succeed the you know the basics some lights store cook food yeah that's about it pretty much like i said you'll need solar panels and stuff like that to like really get like if you wanted to set up a lot more stuff and stuff like mm-hmm. that or generators or anything like that so yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to start with at the moment is just, you know, have it so I won't uh, freeze freeze it to death inside of it mm-hmm. and then be able to uh, have some reliable water, power, and food. Okay. So I'm going to say, how much new you got? I've got uh, 50. Okay. So with that, you can definitely get them the water filtration. The water mm. system. I don't know how you want to get it done. That's more of like depending on that. I'm gonna say you can like probably get two of those three done. Like realistically, patching up the house is gonna take a be- decent time. amount of time because I mean that's a lot of labor work and stuff like that. Um, and you don't really have anyone to help you. Tiger's super busy. I mean, Tiger's doing a lot. Um, and he dipped from the call. Um, so you're kind of doing that by yourself. So it's more of like of those two, three bare minimums. What would you like to accomplish? So since the house already does have power, mm-hmm. if I can only do two, it would be water and so fixing the house first, since okay. it also does have water. Okay. And then trying to fix the water system. Okay. So fixing the house relatively and I mean that's not easy. Are you gonna like buy all the like the window shit as well? Or like how are you handling like, the window situation? Are you going to go buy new windows or are you just like Planking them up, just like getting a blanket to cover them. How do you want to handle the windows? How expensive are windows? We'll say 400. 400. 400 for one, which is a bit more accurate. It's hard to scale things. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, it's the windows. Uh, there's at least like a door and all the walls are intact, right? Yeah, relatively. Like, I mean, there's a few holes, like realistically, like if you were to heat the house, like the heat would escape, but probably not enough for you to really realize. Yeah, right. that makes sense. But like, there's a few holes. But like nothing super bad. So yeah, I guess I'll at least fix up the windows on the first floor, okay. and then see where that leaves me. Okay, we'll say there's seven windows on the first floor that need fixing. So that's twenty-eight, and that will completely restore all the windows on the first floor. And that'll leave me with twenty-nine hundred and ninety new yen. Overseer, as you're uh, working on your house and currently patching one of the uh, windows, uh, you hear from down the road what sounds like trucks approaching. And, I mean, you're out in the barrens, you know, there's the occasional gunshot or strange noise, but not a lot of vehicles typically out here, so it's rather easy to pick up on. And you look down the road to see three pickup trucks. Um, uh, They seem to be driving down the road. Uh, You see in, like, the bed of the trucks a couple of 
people sitting in the back of them, as well as a driver and someone in the shotgun as well. Um, all of them seem to be loaded with some type of weapon. And they pull up to your house. Uh, what would you like to do? I'm going to you know, step around, look out front, and keep my hand at my side. Just be yeah. ready for a confrontation. Um, you see all of them. No one's really pointing guns at you, but they're all very visibly showing off their weaponry. That makes sense. Uh, more of an intimidation tactic. You pick it up rather easily. Um, so, like, you're not sensing any hostile vibes, but they're they they're here. They mean business. You see painted on the side of their trucks uh, their symbol, which looks like a raven flying over a howling coyote, and uh, you recognize it as the symbol of the First Nation. This man steps out of probably the middle truck in the shotgun side. He steps out. Uh, he seems a bit more well dressed than the rest, and the only one that's whose firearm is still kind of um, holstered by his waist. You see he has a uh, Ares Predator on him. And he um, looks over at you. You're uh, doing renovations, I see, huh? Yeah, just, uh, you know, how it is living over in Seattle. How, how it can be over there sometimes. Just figured I might try and find somewhere a bit more secluded, somewhere a bit less volatile. I realize this isn't the best place for it, but... Cool, cool. Seemed right. I mean... No, uh, no offense, Chummer, but you're not really um, making a cabin in the woods here. This is um, kind of, you know, taking territory. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I didn't mean any offense from it. I just wasn't quite sure the best way to go about this. But uh, I've been having a time recently and uh, was actually hoping that I could find myself in your employ in exchange for... Hopefully, forgetting about the misunderstanding here. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's probably one of the weirdest ways I've had someone ask to join a gang. I mean, why <laughs> didn't you just, like, come to us instead of taking over one of our checkpoint houses? It's been a long week. Okay, fair enough. Okay, uh, okay let me ask you this, then. Why? Should I not just shoot you? Uh, what 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 can you provide me? What benefits can you provide me? Well, I'm sure you could always find a use for a mage like myself. Oh, you're awakened. I see. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll admit that makes me hesitate shooting you a bit more. Um, let's uh, why don't we go inside talk? Let's see. Uh, let's see what you've done with the place. Of course. And I'll um kind of say something in a language you don't quite understand and uh, kind of walk past you into the house and you follow behind him as the guards, uh, the other gang members outside just kind of like take up a, you know, a neutral stance and watch. And uh, he enters the building, kind of looks around the area. You haven't, you've, uh, you've almost finished patching up the, all the windows and the holes and stuff like that. It's uh, not bad. You're, Definitely putting some work into it. I can see that. Huh. Uh, what do you want to use this place for again? Like a safe house? Is that what you're thinking? Essentially just, you know, somewhere to live away from all the all the direct show that is Seattle proper. Yeah, all right. I get that. I get that. You, uh, I mean, might be a little bashed here, but, uh, you a frag and shadow runner? Yeah, currently. 
currently doing some Shadowrun work. Been over in Seattle about a year or two at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah. I'm sure we could probably come up with a use for you. I mean, having a Shadowrunner, you know, kind of close by would make some, it'd be nice for some smuggled jobs or, you know, any protection. But uh, there's some, oh, what's the right word? Uh, there's some requirements that uh, aren't really negotiable. But I mean, um, with how I approached you, I wouldn't expect really any anything other than just offering myself my employ. I I didn't expect to have anything to negotiate. Honestly, fair. fair. Uh, okay, so first things first. This is a uh, checkpoint house that we use, um, hence why it's kind of abandoned but still intact. Um, we do use it for trade-offs holding cargo i mean it's kind of our little safe house as well if need be so um you're fine with living here under two circumstances at least for this rule um three circumstances um one we keep using it as a safe house and protecting cargo and all that drek uh two if there is any of our products here then you act as a guard over it as well only fair it is after all you know if someone comes in here trying to get our stuff they're still breaking into your your house so you know that's uh, that one's just kind of logical and of course. three you're gonna have a housemate from uh from us just uh someone to well not only make sure you don't try to frag us over but also someone that can be here for any business inquiries. That sounds more than reasonable, given how, given my introduction to you. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, oh, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm sorry. Sticks out his hand to shake. Of course. Apologies. Overseer. Ah, the name's Oberon. You can, uh, I'll, uh send you my comm information before leaving, but um, I don't think I have any other rules. I realize I kind of said there would be multiple rules, but like, really, I guess you could live here as long as you don't try to frag us over. Oh, we're probably going to charge you money, by the way, just because, you know, you're living on our property. You know, we kind of got to, you know, not terribly too much, but, uh, you know, you are kind of living somewhere that we... You need insurance. Essentially. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it. Uh, not, 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 not too much because you're working under us, I guess, but, uh, you know, everyone has to pay their taxes. Mm-hmm. Plus we got a gang like 10 blocks down. So, you know, it's kind of protection money as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess, do you, you have any questions? Oh, you said your name was overseer. Yes. Overrun. Over- okay. Uh, well, yeah. What's your, what's your, any questions? You know, just, you know, being in the shower room business, there is always the possibility that I might need to either bring other runners here just, mm. you know, for small meetings or I might need to house one for a couple hours. I won't keep them for more than a day but at max, but that is just something to be aware of if you would like to yeah, put restrictions I mean, on maybe, that. Yeah, maybe shoot like me a message beforehand so that way like we don't end up shooting anyone we think it's trespassing okay 
for. Like, cause you know, if some dude's standing outside your house and we like, you know, have a patrol car going around and like, you know, we don't know him. We're probably just going to shoot him to get it over with. We don't want any, we don't want anyone breaking into your house. Now, do we? Well, but, your um, house. Our house. <laughs> but, um, I, I'd hardly consider it mine at the moment. Hey, you're putting more work into it than I have. But, uh, so, um, frankly, I don't really care how many people you have here. You can have the entire Seattle population hold up in your house as long as it doesn't bring Knight Errant to um, my doorstep. Uh, you can go ahead and have a whole orgy in there. All right. Well, I guess that just uh, give me a heads up. Okay. I guess that's the only real concern you'd need to hear from my end. Wiz. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll I'll send one of my guys over here in a couple hours. Uh, or like, do you want him over now? Like, you look like you're still working on the place. He could probably give you a hand. If you could spare, I would definitely appreciate an extra set of hands around. Yeah, yeah. I'll have, I'll send him over and uh, he can help you out. And I don't know, I guess if you need any supplies, we might be able to spare some. But I mean, I, we're not really in the house building market. <laughs> fair, fair. Um. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this was weird. Definitely, definitely <laughs> a good. Uh, no, I wouldn't say good. Interesting first impression. That's... Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, it's it is not my strong suit. Fair. Well. Okay. I guess good doing business for with you. I, I don't know. I'd hope better business to come later. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, here's my confirmation. He sends it over to you. I'll match. Send mine back. All right. I'll uh, I'll have my guy come over in a couple hours, and uh, I will be seeing you in the future, I suppose. Will do. All right. Thank you for not killing me. Oh, yeah. Um, consider it a welcoming gift to the neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, all right, but bye. And he just kind of awkwardly turns out and walks out. You hear him say a few things in, uh, you know, the same language you don't understand. Everyone seems to pack up their stuff, get in the back in the trucks, and they all drive off. Okay. Uh, you return back to working on the house for a couple hours. You finish up patching stuff, and, uh, you know, you're just kind of working on minor things. And you see another truck, uh, similar to the ones before, um, in the pickup truck, kind of, you know, brown hair, uh, darker skin tone, you know, um, same kind of clothes the first other, the other game members had. He steps out, grabs his AK, and it looks like he has uh, two or three bags with him. Hey, uh, you, you overseer? That's me. You must be the, you must be the help that Oberon sent over? Yeah, yeah, the name's Kaz. Kaz. Sticks out his hand. Nice to meet you, overseer, as you know. Yep, yep, you just told me. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess you didn't, but uh, yeah, so I got some, like, um, sleeping bags and cots and Drek. Uh, I don't know if you had any, but, like, I'm not sleeping on the ground. Of course not. Yeah, do you got heating up in this place yet? Or, like, are we freezing our balls off tonight? Uh, no heating just yet. Just trying to fix up the exterior, get some water. Yeah, not not much sense in heating if cold air is going to come back in anyway. All right, yeah, fair enough. Okay, um, well, I'm not going to lie to you. I might try to 
see if I can get us a spot in our barracks back at the gang headquarters. Um, just cause I don't want to sleep out here. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, I guess you got to meet everyone else, but, uh, you know, you can start bonding with the team, I guess. Um, or maybe I'll just leave you out here. I don't know, whatever you prefer, I guess. But, okay. um, yeah, I, what the frag do you need help with? And we're going to cut there. Okay. <laughs> Cerberus, you come to a hazy awakening. Uh, you seem to be in what looks like a medical room, which, unfortunately for you, has been quite common, you waking up in these rooms lately. Um, your memory's a little foggy. You remember being in the car with Karma, and there was a helicopter that you took down, and you were just kind of passing in and out of sleep. There was a lot of blood. He carried you inside and you assume that you're still kind of in this hospital recovering uh your body's aching and sore and you're covered with bruises and scratches um and as you're kind of just like getting your surroundings uh you kind of hear a a voice from inside your head and kind of on the bedside in your field of view uh you see william kind of step out of this uh what looks like a portal made out of ones and zeros and forms into his uh, his normal appearance. Listen, you're not doing your best. If that, you're capable of so much, and you suck. No offense, a lot. Um, is kind of gonna cough and be like. <laughs> I don't really think now's the time for that. Right, right. Well, I just, first of all, wanted to let you know, um, good job on taking down the helicopter on your own, um, but it was foolish. Foolish? You, you were weak, and you could have done so much more in that situation. I, I would like to train you if you would like to make you better at matrix and make you more in tune with your residents um just whenever you feel like you've recovered i don't understand why you're telling me all of this but right I'm, now i it's just i mean you're awake now and i've been bored so i mean i've just kind of been waiting for you to wake up Man, that sounds like a real drag for you. Yep, I'm literally stuck inside your mind. So, um, just whenever you're ready, um, if you want to, let me know. And Hey, you say you've been in there for a while. How long have I been out? Oh, it's been like two, three days now. You got pretty messed up. Ugh, this bill's gonna be so large. Yeah, yeah. Have fun with that. I don't have to pay for bills because I'm inside your head, which is arguably worse. No offense. None taken. I wouldn't want to be in yours either. Ooh, yeah. I don't think I have one. I don't know how that works. Anyways, um, you get some rest and just let me know when you're ready. And it kind of deconstructs into a uh, cloud of ones and zeros. 
and you're in the hospital for only another day or so until your stubbornness allows you to leave. Um, you could still use some medical attention, but, you know, you're a big kid. You can figure it out. Because for some reason, you don't like staying in hospitals as long as you should. Um, Nothing a nutritional diet and a few energy drinks won't fix. Precisely. Sorry, I had to. <laughs> um, and you head back to the crypt. Um, seems to be things are running as normal. Uh, what would you like to do? I think I would like to mention as I go in, I, I'm, I'm kind of trying to avoid people right now. I don't want them to know mm-hmm. I'm back. I don't want them to know I'm weak. Um, Fair. So I kind of, you know, cover myself up with my hood and just kind of make my way through the crowd, not really trying my best to just not be a blue gremlin. Um, as I make my way to kind of my little hidey hole of a room. And I get there and I'm probably going to pass out for like a day more. And then once I'm feeling up to it, Cerberus is going to be like, okay, you said you can help. Show me how you can help. Kind of talking into the void because she really doesn't know how to do this or will where William comes from. Fair. Um, you see him kind of just like walk out of a wall, forming into his ones and zeros again. Ah, I was hoping that you would agree. The process will take some time, and essentially our minds will become more melded together. I will let my power flow through you more, and you will gain abilities. I become better at your matrix capabilities. What's in it for you? You don't die? So you're kind of stuck with me, is what you're saying, and I'm kind of stuck with you. Essentially, yes. Until we are able to figure out how to preferably get me out of your head, we are stuck together. What do I have to do to get more in tune with your abilities, with you? You have to allow your body and your mind to connect to the residents inside of us. Essentially allowing it to take over more. It's not a bad thing. It just makes you more attuned to it. I thought I was already using the resonance inside of me. Well, yes, you are, but you're only using a small amount of it. You're using maybe 50% of it. While you could eventually, over a long time period, it does take time to master, you could be using 100% of it. You could become a god of the Matrix if you wanted. That does sound pretty enticing. I would like to one day defeat God. (laughs) Yes, well, we could put that on our bucket list, yes? Yes, it, it does sound... It sounds beneficial to the both of us. I agree. And he sticks out his hand for a handshake. And I will go and take it. Over the next few weeks, I feel my consciousness fade many times, though more and more at my own accord. William teaches me many things about the Matrix I could have never possibly imagined doing on my own. He teaches how we're able to fork our mana 
into multiple resonance streams and hack multiple targets at once. It's enlightening. We're able to do many more things I never saw possible. He teaches me to hack in a way that's almost elegant and precise. Clear-cut and pristine. I wish I would have known how to do this before. I wish he would have made us better sooner. At the end of my downtime, I've completed my submersion and gained the ability to use Resonance Fork. Resonance Fork is a copy of the Fork program many diggers use to hack two Matrix icons at the same time. This will make us even more in control.